Welcome to the Elevate Your Brand podcast, where we help online coaches learn how to elevate their brand, become the experts in their industries, so they can bring in more clients and create a life they want. I am your host, Chris Anderson. And if you want to make a difference in the lives of others, share this episode, go over to Apple Podcasts and follow us there to leave a positive rating and review. And together, we can leave a bigger positive mark on the world. We have Nevena. Oh my goodness, I haven't practiced before trying to say it. Nevena on the show today, originally from Serbia, now in Dubai, which I think is an amazing thing too. But she has a great backstory. We'll dive into a little bit. But she helps people. She helps entrepreneurs get to six and seven figures and unlock their potential. And so we're just going to learn from her today. So super excited to have Nevena on the show. Thank you, Chris. It's my pleasure. And thank you for pronouncing my name right. <laughs> I tried, man. And we talked before and you did great. I said, I'll probably still mess it up. And I did my best there. But no, we appreciate you being on today. I kind of give a little about your background, but just briefly fill people in on what you do and how you got there real quick. Absolutely. So I am a business and sales consultant, strategist, and coach. So mostly I help entrepreneurs, business owners, and even companies scale and grow their business. Now with entrepreneurs, because your audience are entrepreneurs, we focus on organic approach. And this is something I would like to talk a little bit more because in this day and time of social media, everybody come to me and they're like, I'm paying PR, I'm paying ads, and they don't have so many important things in place. And I'm like, wait, we have to pause that because you have to implement certain steps. So I'm very passionate about an organic approach because myself, when I started my business full time a few years ago, I was like, where do I get my clients? Where do I find customers? Customers, right? And I paid so many programs and all of them are great. They teach you something, but I was still stuck with that question. So there are really some basic steps that I feel many people out there who are teaching entrepreneurship maybe forgot. I don't know. Maybe simply they're successful and they forgot. And they forgot that there's some simple basic things like where do I have their prospect? Where do I find my clients? How do I convert them? So I'm very passionate about that. And I work with some really big companies here in the Middle East and globally. I'm talking about million, multi-million, billion-dollar companies and helping their leaders helping their sales teams on how they can, again, break through, how they can go on the next level. So this is something I'm doing right now. I'm also an author and a podcast host as well. Talk about entrepreneurship on my podcast. And how did I start it? It's been a journey. So I'm not going to bore everyone talking about that, but I'm always been entrepreneurial spirit. However, I think when I was younger, I didn't understand that that's entrepreneurship, but I always had two, three side hustles. I was always organizers. I was a dancer. So I work in a dance studio. We grow that dance studio. We organize festivals. We did different things. My mom is in sales. So she has her own franchise. So I was always helping her with sales. And yes, when I was in university, hustling two, three jobs to get some money in as a student. And it's been a fun journey. And when I moved to Dubai six years ago, I was actually with a big company. The company was going through a merger. Two companies were going through a merger and I was managing their team and handling sales. So I was doing millions in sales for this company and I was kind of be paid pennies. Let's just say that. And I was like, you know what? 
why don't do this, you know, for myself? And I realized that I have a lot of skills. I did have coaches. I still up to this day, I have coaches and consultants that help me go to my next level. But it does help having someone to kind of open your mind sometimes that there is much more for you and that you have a lot of skills and that you can make it on your own. So now I'm here, yes, doing this full time for several years and helping others, which is much more fulfilling that you actually help others get results and then you impact them. That's amazing. And it's so cool. I always just really like hearing the journeys of other people and how they got to where they are because a journey of entrepreneurship, as you obviously know, and a lot of those listening who are starting out, like it's not just a linear straight path. There's so much up and downs to it. And I'm curious, kind of before we dive into, you know, your certain steps that you mentioned that need implemented to help you succeed. Why did you go from Serbia to India? To Dubai, you mean? Dubai, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> there is a lot of people from India here, so yeah. I'm very familiar <laughs> with their culture too. So you're close. Dubai, well, first of all, I was looking for opportunities. In my country, there was not much opportunities and I was very hungry. So for several years, I was trying to leave and then I got opportunity. I saw a lot of job opportunities here and I moved and I jumped in. It was actually a fun decision and it's been great because I got opportunities and I was promoted like I said, very, very fast, very quickly with a company that needed people who are good with people, who are good with sales. And that was the reason, basically, looking for opportunities. And the main reason I love Dubai is it's a very entrepreneurial place. Even the government, the leadership, it's a business leadership, right? They had some oil to help them start, but they are growing this economy based on business. So their investors, their businesses, the companies, and everyone are so supportive. Like even my previous CEO, colleagues, everyone, when I resign, and even up to this day, if I call them, they're always supportive. They will always cheer for you. And this is what I couldn't find back home. Simply people understand because most of expats, Dubai is a very expert place, right? So most of us are experts and we came here because we want better life. We came here because we're hungry. We want opportunity. We want to be bigger and, you know, grow. And yep. Dubai is all about that. Let's do bigger. Let's be the best. And people are like that. So everyone are very supportive. A lot of companies, a lot of startups. So this is what I really like here. And it's very inspiring for me. People are hungry. They're hardworking. And that's where I see a lot of opportunities and a lot of things in the future are coming as well. That's awesome. That's really cool. And I see so much about Dubai and I actually talked to another coach who's over there right now traveling and it just looks amazing. So I have to add it to my list to get over and check out eventually. Absolutely. But you said you did dance in Serbia. Was it ballet? Yes. Or was it I mean, ballet was a small part. I was actually in competition of ballroom. I don't know if you're familiar oh. with ballroom dance. Mm -hmm. This is how I started as a kid. And then I was doing a lot of Cuban salsa. Oh, I dance okay. different styles, but okay. Cuban salsa is my favorite. That's and awesome. I was instructor for many years working with people. So we had a dance school in my hometown and we did festivals, dance festivals. So it was a lot of fun and a great experience as well for me when I was very young. And it's hard. In high school, I was in the musical Beauty and the Beast one year and we did a ballroom dance and I was a ballroom dancer. So I had to learn that. And it was hard for me. I, I mean, don't compare it to anybody else, but that is actually good. But it took a lot for me to learn that and move the feet and like everything at the same time. I think we did the waltz or something. Yeah. And it, it's fun, but it's hard for sure. For those who don't know. 
It is a sport, yes. actually. People don't understand yeah. it. We train, like we had like the train when you're in competition, you train like other sports people. So you literally have morning, evening trainings and it's very intense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny. I think a lot of entrepreneurs that I talk to have some sort of sport background, some sort of like competitive background, whatever it might be. I think, I don't know, it's just part of entrepreneurship if you have that competitiveness in you, I guess, to go. Yeah, I think just the sports are great for everyone who are parents. I think they're great for children because children mm -hmm. learn to be more resilient through sport. They learn to be in that environment to be better. So it's not all you cannot win all the time. Yeah. And I think that's why maybe you see these entrepreneurs because they get that resilience. Without that, you cannot be entrepreneur, right? right? A lot of people, yeah. they dream about having their own thing, but they're just terrified. They're not resilient to deal with the failure, which is part of the process. So Absolutely. maybe that's why people who are in sports, it's kind of like more natural for you mm -hmm. and you're not terrified of, you know, failing. Yeah, I think it's a great point. I like digging in a little bit with that because you still get a lot. I mean, people right there, that's a gold nugget they can take away just from that is having the resiliency. I know you mentioned earlier that, you know, you want to help people implement certain steps that they might not have in place to become more successful that to get the goals they want. So I'm excited to dive into those. Like what are these steps pertain to? Is it just sales or are there other steps that they need to have in place? So let's dive into that. Yes, absolutely. So before I jump on steps, I would like to just share about my method that I use as a coach. And when we work with business owners or teams, it's very important to understand that we are operating with a human being, right? So humans have their own habits, they have emotions, their own sales, their own business, about the company. So business owners have to understand that as well about their team and also about themselves. So when I work with different coaches, I work with some of the best names in the industry and some of them work on mindset, some of them work on emotion. And I felt like there is still some pieces missing, right? And that's why I developed a method that's called MSA, which stands for Mindset, Systems, and Action. Because people, I notice, will struggle in one of these areas. Either mindset, so they have limiting beliefs around money, around sales, around economy, all those things, or they don't have systems in place. So they have no idea they're taking wrong action or no idea what action to take. So at the end, they procrastinate. So you have to have the right mindset but it's not enough. You have to put systems in place, which means sales systems, prospecting systems, referral systems, to know what you're doing every day when you wake up that's going to bring you the results. And this is when action part, the last piece, become easy because a lot of startups, they're struggling with action procrastination. I say only because you don't have clarity what to do next. So clarity is crucial to know what you're doing next. Whenever I wake up and I'm like, I just want to sleep today, I don't want to work, I know that I reach a point where it's kind of wall, right? It's a ceiling and I don't know what to do next. I feel stuck, I'm having these results, but I want more. So this is when I usually have a call with one of my coaches and I'm like, what do I do next? How can I grow? And the moment they tell me even one thing, guess what? Now I'm pumped up. I'm like, let's go. Now I know what I'm going to do because I have the clarity. So it's not in the motivation. Your problem is not motivation. It's actually clarity because you really want this, but you don't know. And you've been doing action that it's not bringing you results. So now you're frustrated because you don't make sales. You don't have clients or whatever it is. And you're frustrated because you're working hard. You're busy, but you're doing the wrong activity. So this is crucial. And when I realized this, we have to put the system in place. And when it comes to sale as well, I will give one more example here. 
if you have negative beliefs around sales, that means that you're not going to take the action, right? Because you have limiting beliefs. However, if you're taking wrong action, you need to have systems in place for sales to know how many people you're going to talk, how you're going to talk, have that training, and so on. So this is the first thing to really think as an entrepreneur, if you want to move forward, is I have to close that gap and see where my issue is. Is it my systems, right? Or Mm -hmm. is it my mindset or I'm not taking the right action? So those three parts, we have to connect together. And this is where really people, you know, their minds open and they're like, oh, wow, now I have a clarity and it's so easy. It's not yeah. a problem. Those are great because, you know, business entrepreneurship, a lot of it's, it's mechanical. It's the systems. It's the same thing that you can do over and over, duplicate so you can grow for one. But I think what you just said there, like when we have the issues, when there's maybe a bottleneck or a roadblock or something that's hindering us from that next level or whatnot, we can go into, you know, our systems and say, okay, where's the leak? Where's the stoppage up? And then just tweak that little thing instead of, you know, recruiting everything. We can just go and pinpoint and then start. And then once you get a certain level, there'll be another breakdown. You can go back through your system say, okay, this is where it's getting stopped or not working so well and change that instead of, you know, just being like, I have no idea. You'll have that to follow. Yeah. And what you said is actually part of a strategic thinking and strategic exercises that guide my clients' companies through is basically you have to do four steps. You have to identify, isolate, quantify, and improve. So you're going to go and you're going to list, for example, Chris, 20 things you're doing in your business, like social media, podcasts, webinar, whatever it is, messaging, email marketing. And you're going to list all of those things and you're going to identify them and then you isolate them, identify them, and then you want to quantify. And like you said, see, how can I improve one thing this week? So maybe by improving one call to action in your email marketing or one call to action on your social media, you now, boom, now you're getting results. As some companies, we change one thing at a time. So we're like, let's tweak this one text message that's going to go. Let's just go and do follow-up calls. And it's really doing those small steps, but clear steps, and then putting them into a system because we see, okay, this is working. That's great because you reminded me of that. And that's actually the exercise we are using. And it's very powerful. So everyone listening, they can use it too. Yeah, that's huge. That's a great point. And if you're listening, make sure you hear that is don't try to change everything at once (laughs) to try to figure out what's wrong because you're not going to find it because there'll be so many moving parts. Just identify that one thing. Like none of us said, isolate that, take it apart, just change that one kind of like A-B testing for, you know, your email or your social media hooks or titles. You know, just change one little thing. Don't change the whole title to see if that one word change does any different when you're using keywords and things like that. Same kind of thing in the big aspect or big schema thing too. So I think that's a huge thing to take away right there from that. So where would you guide people to, you know, start with these systems, creating the systems they don't have them? How do you guide them in starting those? Absolutely. So first thing before we create systems for every business is important to look a little bit at their personal branding and company branding. So we want to see how is your message out there and is it clear to who is your customer and who are you helping with? Okay. It has to start with that because a lot of people I see out there and they're constantly changing and testing something like, I don't even understand what they're doing or who are they helping. So of course you cannot have a client or customer if this is not clear. So we need to have clarity 
And another thing is we need to put focus on one thing because as an entrepreneur, I used to do a lot of things until I said, wait, I'm going to cancel these three and I'm going to focus on building this one. So let me build my consultancy. Let me build my coaching one-to-one. And then I did that. And then you can expand because don't try to do a lot of things. Don't worry. It's going to come. Real estate will yeah. come and crypto will yeah. come and start, all of that will come. I know we all want yeah. everything, books yeah. and everything, but you need to build one. You need to build one first. So once you know how to build one, then everything else, it's easier. So we start there with branding, looking into branding. Then the next step is really looking into packaging for every, no matter product or service business. So we have to see how is your packaging because tweaking the packaging can help you reach those financial goals right? No charging per hour. If you have a service, forget about that. You will never have enough hours in in a day. (laughs) So we need to create the packages that are attractive, that gives options to people that can help people also in that funnel with strangers to convert them. So different options out there. This is second step. And then next one is creating together with packages. What is the customer journey? How am I taking a person from a complete stranger, someone I talked in the supermarket to becoming my client and or someone who came to, you know, my social media? So what do I do? And here comes really from my perspective, what I teach is organic approach, building relationships. And sometimes my clients tell me, wow, this is a lot of work. And I tell them, well, what else are you doing? Are you building a business or not? Like you have to speak with these people, right? They're not going to forget about them clicking on Instagram story and just being there and buying, especially with high ticket offer. It's not going to happen, right? So we need to create a customer journey. And this is the next step, knowing exactly what am I doing? Now on that level, you're going to have people who's going to convert very fast. So I have people who come on one discovery call, complete strangers, let's say from LinkedIn prospecting and 20, 30 minutes is enough and they become a client. However, there are many of them who are not. So you want to make sure how do I have this journey? It's kind of like a follow-up system where I am now including them in my webinars, including them in my new programs, offering them some other courses and so on. So you need to have things in place and keep people engaged, let them see you all the time, give them value all the time. And then they're going to build the trust and say, well, you know what, now I'm kind of ready. So there are different types of people, and that's your conversion rate will, uh, of course, it's different depending on the market, if they're hot market, cold market, and how much they want what you're selling. So this is the next step. And then after that comes in place, teaching people how to prospect. And again, there are different approach. You can go with ads, you can do different things, but what do you do with those contacts that come let's say from ads, this is very important. And organic prospecting. There are prospects around you. You met potential clients today, for sure, if you're listening. We start with our phone. So I tell my clients, okay, let's do a brain dump and let's put all the names you have in your phone on a list because there's at least one person that will buy from you, but they don't know what you're offering. So then we come up with the right message, how to follow up, how to approach. There's some people who haven't spoken for five years. So of course, you're not going to sell them, but you need to reconnect again. So building and keeping those relationships, prospecting, and it's different on different social medias, how to prospect organically, but this is crucial. And prospecting every single day and making it a system that doesn't take a lot of your time, but it's effective. So you then can get, no matter if you're selling a product or a service, it's the same. So people always think about there are millions of people out there who don't know about my product or service. Chris, there are millions of people who don't know about your podcast. So you're like, how do I reach to more people? 
Like, who are the 10 new people I met on Facebook and I need to tell them about my podcast? If you're not talking about your business, I'm sorry, you're not going to grow your business. You need to be passionate about it. And I always say, if people are sick and tired of my events and webinars and everything, then unfollow me. I don't care. Like, I'm going to be talking about it because I love it. And also, it's really part of my mission, what I'm doing. And we're going to talk about this a bit later. It's part of my mission because if I don't offer to someone, I'm doing them disservice. So if I have a knowledge and I can help an entrepreneur, it's my responsibility to share with them and then their decision if they're going to say yes or no. So this is part of mindset around sales. And logically, after prospecting, we want to do sales. Usually, I give a really strong sale training to people because they've never been trained in sales. And this is a skill that you can learn. So this is something that we do. And then they come back and then the feedback and they have to practice. You have to go in front of people and actually do it. And then we see how we're going to create a long-term prospecting system, do that strategic thinking, like I said, how they can create new divisions in their business, how they can create new source of income. And we definitely touch point a little bit on finances because that was not such a strong point for me either because nobody taught me about finances and accounting and how to manage the money when it starts coming. So that's very important to have a small system in place when you're starting to really understand because you don't want everything that comes in goes out. (laughs) Then you haven't done anything. (laughs) So we have to keep some profit as well. So these are the basic steps that every entrepreneur has to, and even big company has to go through because Mm -hmm. we need to look at those parts and implement them. Yeah, a lot of great information. So make sure if you're listening, just go back through, of course, and just Make sure you're getting all of this gold that Nineveh is putting out there because this is, she's literally showing you how to build your business successfully, like right here, like this is what it takes. And yes, there's a lot of information right here, but take what she is saying and just start with one, one thing, build that part out, get it decently going, then get the next one. And then you go back to that first one after everything else is the first draft, we'll say, and then improve on that and just take it one. You don't have to do this all at once. I know when I started, I got super overwhelmed because I was trying to, you know, get my branding, my focus, my packaging, my customer journey, processing, all of it, the sales, everything. I was trying to make it perfect, you know, in that first get go, like, and it was just so much instead of working, you know, specifically on, okay, let's really get this branding clear and rock solid to start and then move to that next step. So if you're on the early stages or maybe you've been doing for a little bit and you're not getting results, let's look at this again and just really pick one thing, you know, maybe this week, just focus on your branding, make sure it's clear, concise and everything that way and just really go hard at that part and then move to the next thing. And then, of course, as you scale and grow, you can come back and say, okay, maybe the branding is a little bit, maybe we need to add this keyword in here or something like that, but do one thing at a time to implement these systems and make them more solid. instead of trying to do it all at once because it can get overwhelming. Yeah. And Chris, I think it's very important to learn to be patient because Mm -hmm. you cannot figure out, you can make a packaging and then in one year, you're a stronger brand. If you go on a cover of Ford magazine, guess what? Your packaging will be adding at least one zero. Okay. So, you know, and also when you're looking at those people who do really high converting webinars out there and you go and click on their Instagram, watch their masterclass, and then you sign up, trust me, they've been perfecting their webinar for eight, 10 years at least. So they're following and they're seeing, wait, what works best so you have to be patient 
and be flexible because the market is changing. When COVID happened, market changed a lot. So you have to change with that market. You have to change your message all the time. You will have to improve those things and work on them. So don't be perfectionist, but go out there, test. And I always say before you even make a product, make a service, online course, go and sell it. Go and make one flyer and just tell people, hey, I have this six-week masterclass and it's open now for, you know, uh, enrollment in first June for 10 people and see if you're going to have at least two. Because if you're not, it means that maybe the topic is not good. You have to change it. So don't waste your time on creating the product or service until you see that people want to buy it. This is so much time saving. And I wish somebody told me this before, but I learned it from my experience. And then I test and I see, okay, this topic has a lot of interest. This one don't. So mm. let me focus on this topic. You have to listen to the market. Yep. You definitely need to listen to people you're trying to serve because if you create this whole fancy thing and no one wants it, you know, one is discouraging and one is a waste of time. And it's a lot simpler if you actually know what your people want and then build it from there. That's perfect. So again, this has been a lot of great information and literally just the steps that people need to take and implement these and start building things out. So I'm curious and I'm excited to hear your answer to this next question. Everyone's created uniquely with a purpose to leave a positive mark on the world. So for you, Nineveh, when everything is said and done here for you, what do you hope your positive mark is? I would like to be remembered. This is something I learned from one of the coaches I work with and in some books I read. It says, leave everyone with impression of increase. So, I mean, you cannot have a perfect relationship with everyone and that's part, right? You don't even want that. But trying that every person I come in touch with, leave them with impression of increase, even giving them a compliment or saying something empowering or making a joke, or if they're looking for advice, help them in some way. And sometimes even don't help them because some people need to be pushed. So with my friends, sometimes I'm like, I'm not helping you this time. You need to do this on your own. So helping people to go to the next level, because then I believe really this is something that leaves the mark. So this is something I live by and I try to live by every <laughs> single day and not perfect. Perfect. But another thing is I'm very passionate. I spent five years volunteering in orphanage back in Serbia. So I'm very passionate about supporting children who are growing up in poverty. And I developed some programs that I share with schools and a lot of places in Africa that deals with people who are orphans that live in poverty. So this is something that I'm looking forward and I want to grow non-government organization and not about building schools, although one of my life goals is to build a hundred schools. However, they have schools, they have buildings, but they need someone to help them change their mindset. They need someone to help them become sustainable on the territory and the resources with the resources they have. So this is something that really drives me. And this is one of the reasons why I want to be successful and rich, because then we can impact so much more people. It's amazing. It's awesome. And it's always great to connect with people on the show who have such great missions and vision for their lives. So it's awesome to hear yours. And thank you for sharing that. And thank you for being on today. But before we kind of close out, where can people find you, connect with you, get more information about what you do? Yes, absolutely. So my full name is Nevena Bajalets. It's spelled N-E-V-E-N-A-B-A-Z-A-L-A-C. So you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. Please feel free to connect with me. My website is www.lakeconsulting.org, O-R-G. So Lake Consulting is my company. It stands for Learn, Apply, Know, and Educate. And it's part of the journey where I, where I discover when, you know, we're learning something, then we don't know it until we actually apply it. So we applied it. Now we know it. And we usually become passionate about teaching others. So LAKE stands for that. 
And over there, you can go on my, I have a free mini course on how you can get your clients. So you can go and click on that. You can book a call with me. You can even download my ebook called Jumping Into Unknown, which is an ebook about entrepreneurship. So yes, I'm looking forward. I'm open always to respond to your messages through email, through website or social media. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out and enjoy the course and download the ebook. So it's out there to serve you. Awesome. Yeah. Make sure you go check that out. Get connected with Nevena (laughs) on social media and everything there. And yeah, just take advantage of that. Continue to learn from her. And again, Nevena, we appreciate you being on today. Thank you, Chris. And thanks so much for tuning into this episode today. If you found value at all from this episode, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It just helps us get this show, these messages out in front of more people. And don't forget to share this with someone who you think could benefit from listening to as well. 